Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Let me start here. Young people at miserable first jobs doing them badly because they think they deserve a better job. Kids rolling their eyes, slacking off because they are, quote, above this. They're better than taking out trash. They're better than sweeping. And it sounds funny because we all know that's not exactly the way to prove yourself, to prove that you deserve something better. My generation, millennials, tend to get particular flack for this attitude. Now, Think about it in the context of your job, being a witness for Jesus. It's fun to speculate what one of us might do given the chance to proclaim Jesus in a dangerous place or even choose to die for Jesus. We look at missionaries in dangerous countries and and imagine. We look at evangelists like Billy Graham preaching to thousands of people and wonder if maybe we could do that. But we, and this this is me just as much as anyone else, We blow off everyday opportunities to share Jesus with one or two people at a time. We think, well, God, if I was in Kenya or Pakistan or wherever, under threat, I'd be such a radically dedicated witness to you. It's easy. I can speak for myself as as a pastor to pridefully think, God, if I only had a bigger audience, I would do a better job. Matthew 25, the master says to the servant, Well done, you've been faithful with a little. I will put you in charge of many things. All that goes to set up Acts 24. Paul is in Caesarea before Felix, the governor. He's just 75 miles from Jerusalem, where all of this has been leading. Acts 24, starting in verse 1, says, And after five days, the high priest Ananias came down with some elders and a spokesman, one Tertullus, and they laid before the governor their case against Paul. And when he had been summoned, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, Since through you we enjoy much peace, and since by your foresight, most excellent Felix, reforms are being made for this nation, and every day and everywhere we accept this with all gratitude. But to detain you no further, I beg you in your kindness to hear us briefly. For we have found this man a plague, one who stirs up riots among all the Jews throughout the world, and is a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to profane the temple, but we seized him. By examining him yourself, you'll be able to find out from him about everything of which we accuse him. The Jews also joined in the charge, affirming that all these things were so. And when the governor had nodded to him to speak, Paul replied. Verse 10. Knowing that for many years you have been a judge over this nation, I cheerfully make my defense. You can verify that it is not more than twelve days since I went up to worship in Jerusalem, and they did not find me disputing with anyone or stirring up a crowd, either in the temple or in the synagogues or in the city. Neither can they prove to you what they now bring against me. But this I confess to you, that according to the way which they call a sect, I worship the God of our fathers, believing everything laid down by the law and written in the prophets, having a hope in God which these men themselves accept, that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. So I always take pains to have a clear conscience toward God and man. Now after several years I came to bring alms down to my nation and to present offerings. And while I was doing this, they found me purified in the temple without any crowd or tumult, 
but some Jews from Asia, they ought to be here before you and to make an accusation should they have anything against me. Or else let these men themselves say what wrongdoing they found when I stood before the council. Other than this one thing that I cried out while standing among them, it is with respect to the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you this day. Every interaction pulsed faithfulness town to town, sharing with whoever he came across. No audience was too small or too unimportant. He was faithful in those moments, and he recounts all of these times that he was in amongst people and not causing problems, not rioting. Every interaction, Paul was faithful with the little things, with those little interactions that now allow him to find himself before the governor to present his defense, to make his case to plead not guilty to these charges, that wherever he went as he proclaimed God and what he calls the way, this early church, the early followers of Jesus, he wasn't causing problems. He was faithful to the law and the prophets, as he says in verse 15, having a hope in God. So today, what small chances can you be faithful with? I've said it many times, maybe just a barista at a coffee shop asking how you can pray for them, or a coworker in the break room, how can I pray for you, or sharing some small thing that you're thankful for this holiday season, that you credit God for this holiday. Who knows what God might already be doing in those people, or what he might do after you walk away. But in that moment, You were faithful with the opportunity you were given. That's what sets up Paul's defense as now he finds himself with an, quote-unquote, an important audience. He finds himself in front of the governor with an opportunity, in front of Felix with an opportunity to proclaim the gospel. All of those little interactions, his faithfulness throughout his missionary work with those one-on-one and small families and small crowds. He's been faithful with the little and now God entrusts him to speak before a governor on his way ultimately to appear before Caesar. What can you be faithful with today? What small thing, what small interaction is your opportunity to share Jesus today? Let me pray for you. God, give us the boldness, give us the courage to take advantage of those small opportunities you're giving us every day to be faithful to our purpose as your disciples and disciple makers. God, I thank you for even desiring to use us in the first place. Give us the eyes to see, to recognize those opportunities and the words as we need them to proclaim you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.